0: Ho, ho, ho. Happy Hanukkah. (laughs) Happy almost Christmas. Party time, friends. Welcome to episode 113 of the Cuz I Have To podcast.
1: We're living your dream.
0: Is the only option, friends. I think you get that by now.
1: Do you? Yes.
0: All right, so this is the time of year where we take a little respite and uh, we sit back for a bit. But we also want to pay tribute to the two top podcasts of the year, the most listened to podcasts. Uh, it's exciting times.
1: I was about to say, it's very exciting times. I'm excited. You're excited. Everybody, you should be just as excited.
0: All right. So our second Most listened to podcast of 2022 was episode 72, Melina Frenzel, which, by the way, she has a new last name. Now it says Melina Lindsay. I think her new husband, his last name might be Lindsay. Oh. So we had her on, which you're about to hear this replay. She uh, founded the Hummingbird Roots Company. She's a plantress. She takes care of plants, indoor plant installation, and retail company. She helps people create lush green spaces in their homes and businesses. Um, I would tell you all that's happened since she's been on in March, but it's so different from what's... uh, We have to have her back on and give us... She did get married, though, so congratulations. Congrats. Um, I can tell you that she was working part-time, I guess, at Trader Joe's while building her business. And she left Trader Joe's to pursue her business full time. But now there's a huge another update that's going to have to come in 2023. So uh, we just wanted to pop in here and say happy holidays. Please enjoy this encore of our second most listened to podcast of the year. Thank you for tuning in. And we love you. Ooh, love you guys. But first, here's a quick message from Melina.
2: Hello, Julie and Jason, and the Cuz I Have to podcast listeners. um, I am crazy shocked that I was one of the top listened to podcasts. Um, What an honor, so exciting. right when I was talking to you guys was kind of the height of when my business was really getting going. And, um, it was just, it's such an honor to be able to be featured on your guys' show. So I wanted to say thank you for having me and I hope I get to come on and talk to you guys again soon. Thanks. Bye.
0: Welcome to the Because I Have To podcast.
1: When living your dream
0: is the only option. Welcome to season two. We are your hosts.
1: I'm Jason Friday.
0: I'm Julie Slater. This podcast is about facing your fears, digging deep inside yourself and following your passions.
1: We hope to give you a push to live your dreams. Now let's get back to it.
0: Hey, we're back, everybody.
1: <laughs> oh, my God.
0: <laughs> Welcome, <laughs> Melina. You are are you're in Colorado right now? I am. I'm in Denver. And are you originally from there or no?
2: No, I am originally from Oregon. We moved here about three years ago.
0: Oh wow, nice. that's a that's a nice slide. One beautiful yeah. place for another. It's
2: uh, we were we were my fiance Matt and I were living in Portland, Oregon for about six years, and we're looking kind of for a new change. And Denver was similar but different. Get to the mountains instead of the ocean, but. A lot of beer, a lot of good people, a lot of good food. So it was a nice, uh, nice exchange.
1: <laughs> True. Yeah, absolutely. Where Where are you from originally born and raised?
2: I was born and raised in Albany, Oregon. Um, oh, okay. Cool. There up until college, then went to uh, moved down to Eugene, Oregon and went to the University of Oregon. And then after that, moved up to Portland and lived there for about seven years. Um, and then we drove out here with the dogs.
1: Yeah. I yeah. like Eugene. I went there god a long time ago um Mm -hmm. but yeah that was the first place I went to in Oregon very peaceful yeah so cool um it was rad and then we went to Klamath Falls have you ever been there
2: I have been to Klamath Falls it's Uh, a that's a very interesting place for
1: sure yeah (laughs) that is why do you guys say that
0: what's going on there
2: Um, there's a lot of hippies. And I think it's also like one of the found, like one of the still original places for like the KKK, which (laughs) isn't the best place to hang out, but pretty beautiful other than that.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Other than that small detail. Right. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, okay. So, um, have you ever called yourself a plantress?
2: No. I have never even heard of that term.
0: (laughs) I'm just making things (laughs) up. I'm intrigued though. (laughs) (laughs) I think you need need to start it. It says Plantress. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I love on your website. If people want to follow along, your website is hummingbirdroots.com. You're also on Instagram at hummingbirdroots. Mm -hmm. But I love the quote that you have on there. Love and work are to people what water and sunshine are to plants. Jonathan Mm -hmm. Haidt, the happiness hypothesis.
2: uh, Can I give you a complete, uh, well, let me give you a little insight. We're actually trying to redo our website because neither me or my fiance are very like website building savvy. So we did what a lot of other people do and get Squarespace, which I feel like is for us at least like building websites for dummies. And that's kind of what we did. (laughs) And when we launched our, when we launched our business, we, 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 felt it appropriate to start a website and have our own domain name and stuff. And, um, Matt plugged in a whole bunch of information. And I think it still says like plant drop coming in July or something. And we just (laughs) haven't touched it since. Um, so most of our stuff has gone through Instagram. So any listeners go to our Instagram page. That's definitely up
0: to date for sure. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so do you no longer believe in this quote? Are you like this Oh, quote I definitely is... <laughs> believe in it,
2: but to be honest with you, I didn't even know it existed.
0: I oh guess that's why. Yeah. I'm just telling you what's on your website.
1: <laughs> hey, yeah. Here's a quote you guys came up with that you got from blah. Oh, I didn't even know that was there. Thank you.
2: <laughs> so, oh, yeah, I mean, very very accurate, but yeah, didn't know it existed until now.
0: That's funny. Uh, So, of course, our podcast is a we interview people living their dreams and going for their Mm -hmm. truest passions. Would you say what you do in the plant world, uh, I guess, kind of explain what you do? And also, is that your big passion in life?
2: Yeah. um, To go backwards, I say yes. Um, And I didn't really know that it was my passion. I think for a long time it was something I kind of stumbled into. In my whole like childhood upbringing, my parents, especially my dad and really my dad's whole side of the family, um, including my grandma, everyone always had a green thumb and it was kind of pushed on me as a kid, like to help with yard work and stuff. And so I don't think I really... Really knew the true like importance of plants until I became an adult, and naturally that was just kind of one of the ways that I would start decorating any home that um, I would move into. Um, whenever I was decorating my apartment, plants were just kind of naturally being brought in, and that was one of the first things that I feel like really made our house a home when we moved to Denver um, was plants and. Prior to hummingbird roots, I had worked in the mental health field since college. I had majored in speech therapy. I had a minor in special education. I grew up with a younger brother who has a disability. My mom has a disability. And so naturally, that's kind of what I felt my calling was. And it wasn't really until I moved to Denver that I kind of realized how burnt out I was. And it kind of through therapy kind of really realized that, um, what I was doing, it wasn't so much my calling, but more so what I was familiar with because it was what I was, you know, raised up around. Um, and so I felt burnt out. I wanted to get out of the field. I was just, I was kind of done with it. And I figured, you know, right now I'm going to, I'm going to work at Trader Joe's for, you know, a hot minute till I figure out what I want to do. And I thought I wanted to go to cosmetology school and become a hairdresser. I'd always been good at doing hair. I'd always enjoyed it. Um, and it just, I knew that was a way I could make money and then COVID hit. (laughs) And that was one of the first like kind of things to go away was being able to go get your hair done. Wow. And now, Being in a pandemic and having continued to live through the pandemic, I'm like, well, that doesn't seem very uh, feasible now when, you know, people are now going home and doing their hair themselves instead of going to the hair salon because it's expensive. Um, And so during that whole time.
0: I was going to say, isn't it crazy during COVID that uh, we had my two brothers on who were chefs and they Mm -hmm. said, you know, I sort of one of the reasons I chose being a chef because people are always going to need food. But even hair, you know, like, oh, well, I'll do hair because people are always going to need their hair done. Mm -hmm. Oh, unless there's a pandemic and then (laughs) everything changes.
1: (laughs) All of a sudden, oh, I'm able to do it my own now.
0: (laughs) Oh, people, I I mean, some people look great. They're growing out their grays, but that's affecting the hair, the hair people. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And I think, too, I mean, when lockdown happened, I feel like the first thing that everybody was doing was researching how to do your hair at home. And panicking of like, oh, my God, I'm just I'm going to dye my hair blue because I can't. I'm in lockdown. Like, why does it matter? Yeah. Um, sure. So, yeah, it was just kind of this this pivot moment of like, all right, shit, not going to do that. So what's going to happen? Um, and so in the meantime, I had been working at Trader Joe's, which is how I met Sierra, who uh, introduced us. Um, and Sarah was um, also a
0: guest on the Because I Have Two podcast. That is She's food, food photographer.
2: Through- I was scrolling through trying to find her episode and I haven't found it yet. So I need to do that after this, but
1: oh, yeah, what? I don't remember what number it was. Yeah. Sorry. Continue. <laughs> so, um,
2: but yeah, so um, through working at Trader Joe's, I had kind of gotten um, involved in the plant and flower section and that continued to really like grow my love of plants and my knowledge of plants and um, kind of ignited that green thumb that, rest of my family has that i just hadn't developed yet um so during this whole time i was you know researching all these plants that i was taking home and how to take care of them and i think a little bit of my previous background working in the mental health field i really enjoyed teaching people about plants and the benefits that they bring to your home and to your workspace and not only does like looking at them make you happy, but it's really good for the air quality and breathing and um, your mental your health. Mental, and, I was gonna say your
1: mental health. Yeah. Oh, I was, yeah, I was just gonna say that too. Yeah. <laughs> so, so,
2: um, so yeah, it just kind of ignited this passion. And um, I started bringing all these plants home. And then pretty soon our apartment looked like a jungle and I had 100 <laughs> plus plants. And my fiance was like, you know, melt what in the hell are you going to do with this? Like, I can't, it's kind of hard to move around now. So we yeah. kind of started dreaming up these ideas of, you know, how could we turn this this passion into something um, that might be able to actually support us one day? And we thought, we kind of threw around the idea of, you know, what if we made like at-home grow kits and provided like seeds and the soil and the, the planters and stuff. But we yeah, quickly I mean, realized... Cool. Yeah, but we quickly realized that if you live in a place like Denver, and you have an apartment building, and you don't have a yard, and you don't have a greenhouse, like that could be pretty difficult. Sure. Um, so we were throwing around all these ideas, and we kind of stopped at like plant retail and installations, like installations kind of on the side. Um and now, fast forward to it was actually we hit our one year anniversary on March first of officially becoming an LLC. Um, but we uh, uh, yeah, thank you. Very- <laughs> I didn't even realize it was our one year anniversary until Instagram <laughs> reminded me so.
1: yeah
2: um, but now we are um, we're a plant indoor plant installation company that, Um, provides plans and maintenance services to businesses in the greater Denver area and then we do retail kind of on the side Um, actually at one of our local uh, breweries in Capitol Hill in Denver it's called Lowdown Brewing and they sell all of our plants while people get to drink beer and eat pizza and um, that's amazing yeah.
0: yeah
1: yeah it's pretty cool oh my god (laughs) <laughs>
0: that's a great combo oh y'all have those plants and can i get a draft of blah, blah, blah?
2: i know people uh people get a little buzzed up and then they make the best impulse purchases they could ever make
1: <laughs> that is... that's very
0: <laughs> it's, funny. So, it's it's a so genius. funny like it's a genius plan
1: yeah yeah really it's it, seriously listening to her story though i mean isn't that literally sierra's freaking life when she lived under she was our neighbor and lived underneath us and mm-hmm. same thing she i think she literally said yeah at one point i had a hundred and something plants in our house and it was oh, yeah. true because plants all, are all like you... animal
0: strays for yeah. other people yeah yeah for, you, for you guys
1: yeah right but as you're saying that i'm like yeah no wonder why you and sierra were just like you know our yeah, love language are, that's yeah. how we became best friends <laughs> like, seriously that's incredible
2: yeah, yeah that's she's so actually fun. she some of the pictures that i sent you guys um are pictures that she took. Um, the biggest, um, one of the biggest, um, projects that hummingbird roots has done thus far has been for stem ciders. It's a really popular cider company here in Colorado and they have this beautiful, um, cidery and restaurant out in, um, out in in Lafayette and, um, it's huge. And so I think getting, getting that deal was a really big deal for us. And um, she was there during, from beginning to end of the installation. And at the end of it, I was just doing this walkthrough and kind of looking at what we got to create. And I came out and I just had tears in my eyes and we kind of, we, me and her and my fiance and Matt looked at each other and we were like, you know, this is seven months ago, this wasn't a thing and now we get to share this and so she's our she's our contracted photographer and uh, simultaneous plant lover and bff so
0: it's really good (laughs) having her along with it
1: (laughs) that's awesome oh my gosh Yeah. So freaking perfect. Well,
0: and I love when you say I get to do this because even in your bio you sent, you said that um, I get to work with a ton of amazing businesses in the Denver area. Mm-hmm. I also get to help people create lush green spaces. So, I mean, that's really what it's all about. That you're, It's like your own gratitude that you love what you do so much that you're so happy you get to do it. I mean, that's where yeah. we all yeah. want to be with what we do mm-hmm. for a living or our hobbies and all that whatever yeah. it is yeah, yeah that's right that's pretty
2: absolutely awesome. i think i think that's something that i probably say every day of like i get to do this this is a privilege for me to be able to work with these incredible businesses and these business owners and the staff, the network that we've gotten to create. I mean, it's it's pretty ironic that I say this, but like once we started Hummingbird Roots, that's when I actually felt like we had put roots down in Denver and it actually became our home. Because especially, I think moving to a new city, at any point in your life. But you know, when you get to be like 30 plus, and you're in the working world, you're not in school where you naturally have these built in relationships where you're in classes, but you know, it's kind of who you're working with and who you're surrounding yourself with. And being able to build this network of amazing individuals that I get to surround myself with all the time and create really, you know, awesome spaces. Yeah, it's a pretty incredible thing that I get to do and something that I never dreamt of for myself and being able to be my own boss, which is wild. I always thought I was a person who needed guidance and structure and have something built for me that I can then support. But then to be able to build that myself is kind of mind-blowing yeah and then being able to like being asked to being able to like you know asked to be on a podcast too like I was telling all my friends today I was like I got
0: asked to be on a podcast like
1: what up (laughs) that is so funny
0: we're like totally cooling (laughs) you up man yeah Yeah. I I think you are
2: I think you are you guys are you guys are giving me a lot of street credit I think I've made it now I've been on a podcast I'm good
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome Uh, What made you come up with the name Hummingbird Roots? It's a nod to my grandma. She, my mom's dad,
2: we always called her our little hummingbird because she was always humming. My entire life, I have always just known her to be humming in whatever she was doing. Um, She was an avid crocheter. That woman could whip out a doily so freaking fast. (laughs) It was incredible. (laughs) And, And she was also a very, very avid gardener late into her years. She passed away when she was 94, I believe, up until when she was still mobile. She was constantly weeding. She had lived with my aunt and uncle for the last, I'd say, 15, maybe 20 years of her life. She'd moved from North Dakota out to Lebanon, Oregon with my aunt and uncle, and she was constantly weeding. And she'd always get in trouble because she'd start to weed in the ditch. Obviously, that's a pretty, like, difficult place to get yourself into when you're in your 80s and 90s being in a ditch by yourself getting the weeds out um (laughs) but yeah it's a nod to her she's our she was our hummingbird and I think that's kind of where the green thumb of my family really all started and now I have a tattoo on my forearm that I think is going to be kind of hummingbird roots main logo um, and it's a hummingbird with some really beautiful foliage around it. So it's always kind of a, a good memory of her. And I think what she instilled in me and our family and kind of where I came from. That's
1: really beautiful. So yeah. yeah, I was going to say, it's so sweet. I'm <laughs> yeah. in love with that. Holy uh, I sh- think it's really
0: cool that you, like you had these roots of having all these green thumbs around you. But mm-hmm. you were like, oh, I'm going to find my own way. And then you did other mm-hmm. things but then you end up like circling around oddly. Mm-hmm. Thanks to COVID. Yeah. You circled yeah. yeah,
2: Thanks. Thanks to COVID. I think COVID really, I hope, you know, if one, if people get, you know, take one thing away from what these last two and a half years have really given us, it's just, you know, some authentic perspective as to like, what, what you're doing with your life and what you want to make of it and the relationships that you have. And I think it really, it really taught me a lot about people and, you know, the people I surround myself with and the beliefs that I have as an individual and as a woman. And I don't know really what I want to make out of the short time I'm going to be here on this
1: earth. So. Amen to that. I hear that. Yeah, no, you're, you're not wrong that. And I think a lot, you know, she was just talking about her two brothers. They, have realized a lot too and they've both have made changes in their life that is mm-hmm. really amazing and like you just said I, hopefully most people have at least been able to find some good from it instead yeah. of living in sadness and yeah i mean i've found good from it, it went through a lot as well but in the mm-hmm. end yeah things have been pretty yeah. solid
0: so now what about before you actually went forward with hummingbird roots like what mm-hmm. There must have been a time when you were super frustrated, you know, like you said, you were going to maybe do hair and then the pandemic hit. So what do you think helped you move forward during that kind of time, like and come up with this new idea?
2: I think there's a lot of things. I think I had when we had moved from Oregon, I left an agency where the mental health field in general is I mean, it's it's a very it's a very underserved and kind of messy, you know, it's just, it's just messy. You know, people, people aren't given the supports that they need. The employees um, and staff who work with these individuals don't get the support that they need. And the agency that I left, in my opinion, really set the bar for what a nonprofit organization should be and how it should function. So leaving Oregon was pretty tough for a lot of different reasons Um, and leaving that agency was very, very tough. And when we had moved to Denver to do what I was doing back in Oregon, I either needed my master's or my doctorate, neither of which I was interested in getting um, for for many reasons. I just didn't want to pony up the dough. That was a lot of, a lot of work that I just wasn't, my heart just didn't feel in. Um, and so I had gotten a job at another nonprofit agency that was, you know, I felt like I was taking a step back. And so I think what really the mindset that I was in at that point was I was really at an all time low. I, had, you know, I'm living in a new city where my older brother and his family live, but, you know, they have their own life and are very busy people. So really, it was just me and Matt. And some friends who I had known from college, but it was kind of just us. And we had moved here without jobs and got jobs at places that we just weren't super invested in. So I think what really propelled me forward was just genuine sadness. And we were just at a low. It sucked. And to come home from work every single day in tears, miserable and not knowing where to go or what to do. And then just kind of having this moment of like, I got to do it. Like, there's, I got to make a change. Something has to change. And, I'd kind of manifested this idea of like, all right, I'm going to work at Trader Joe's while I go to cosmetology school and I'm going to sell my car and I'm going to, you know, walk to school and walk to work and save money. And then my car ended up getting totaled. So I was like, well, don't have to sell it, <laughs> which is good because yeah. that's great. Um, and oh, it actually, gosh. what I ended up getting from my car paid off what I owed on it, and then gave me an extra, you know, small lump sum of money to just live off of until I started at Trader Joe's. And, you know, working working for this company gave me some of the best friendships that I will ever have in my life. Wow. Um, I think it's a pretty, pretty common thing to know that Trader Joe's is employed by people who are completely overqualified to work at a grocery store. And it's a great place to work while you work on yourself. And I think that even though being an essential worker was never something that I wanted to do or sign up for, it gave me the friendships that I needed, I think, to encourage me to just do it and do what I know that I needed to do and live my truth.
0: I feel like we have a um, a Netflix Trader Joe's series that we could pitch right now. <laughs> I, think, I think you're right. Right? <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I mean, yeah. I, I'll just bring up one more time that I applied to Trader Joe's and they did not accept me. Oh. But anyway, uh, that's, oh. another, that's another story. Well, I mean, California, still, gotta...
2: California Trader Joe's, I think, is a lot more cutthroat than Colorado <laughs>
1: Trader Joe's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say california anything is a lot more cutthroat yeah. than anything
0: yeah <laughs> i mean that's really it's really great though that that that's i don't know i just love the story it's really inspiring because so many people feel stuck or yes beaten down and they don't know what to mm-hmm. do there's always a way out and and mm-hmm. i love the idea that it's not always the way you think it's going to be like you took the trader oh, joe's totally. job thinking maybe you'll go to cosmetology school Mm-hmm. And it. Meanwhile, everything changed. So I. Uh, that's mm-hmm. really awesome. It's inspiring. Yeah, it's
2: a. Uh, yeah, I think, for me, it was just I don't know. We just I say this all the time, but I feel like I'm just kind of running full speed with my eyes closed. Like I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm just doing <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Um. And I think that that's kind of the best way that it is working out for me is that. I like making relationships with people and having friendships and I'm personable most days and I really like plants. And I think that if you just do whatever, you know, feels authentic to you, just go for it. I think the hardest part was just really trying to figure out how to like LLC my business on the state's website. Um, that was that was the <laughs> that, biggest pain in the ass.
1: Yeah, I was going to say that's a- how <laughs> to that's not, not an, an easy, easy task. Thing.
2: Yeah, no, it's not. That was probably the hardest part of the whole damn yeah. thing was just figuring out how to navigate the Secretary of State's website. And you know, now that I'm a year, it's a year later, and I'm doing taxes. Those are like the two things that I'm like, man, if I could go back and redo <laughs> anything, it'd be right. figuring out how to do taxes the right way from the get go. Oh,
1: <laughs> sure. Yeah. No, I I know it does open your eyes. I understand yeah. it. I've I've dealt with the uh, S Corp's, and it's like of course and LLCs are somewhat similar, but yeah, no, it's totally, Mm -hmm. it's like, well, this is why they say better make it like this because Mm -hmm. they put you through 12,000 deep, dark holes that you have to crawl through and figure it out.
2: Yep. And there's no Um, guidance on how to do it the right way. There's no, there's nothing.
1: Sure. That's nice. Yeah.
0: Okay. uh, We're at the part of the program where it's five o'clock somewhere. We ask you five Mm. quick questions to get to know you better. Are you ready for this? I am ready. Okay, Uh, question number one. When you want to treat yourself to something, whether you're celebrating or making yourself feel better, what do you do?
2: I, oh gosh, okay. I have like my, I have my like basic bitch answer and then I have like a genuine answer. (laughs) Um, If it's not planned, and it's just on a whim. I go to Target and I buy a sweater or something. <laughs> it's
0: like that's
2: like the easy, like that's like the quick grat, like instant gratification fix. But I'd say that if there's some like genuine planning behind it, like going to get a massage or a facial is like the number one self-care thing for me. I think that and having a good meal. Um, Food is also very near and dear to um, my heart and my fiance's heart. He's Us as a well. pretty amazing chef. And you're, you're not alone um, there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're,
1: we're with you on that.
2: So I'm, I'm very grateful that I am marrying a man who is very, very talented in the kitchen. Um, so those are, that's probably my my lump
0: sum answer for that one. That's All right,
1: perfect, yeah. Okay, yeah.
0: question number two.
1: Okay, you can only have one plant with you for the rest of your life what is it i know Shit. i know i, mean, I, had I just to need bring to like, it out
2: just and just need to turn <laughs> like this is just part <laughs> of my bedroom right here so that's
0: i don't want them to You only get one this. you only get one i know we burn all the rest Kidding. Oh, God. <laughs> okay,
1: no, 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 we're not. <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's literally like, enemy now.
0: <laughs> Who
2: wants to have an anxiety attack during the podcast? Um, <laughs> I'm gonna say probably my most prized possession is my Monstera Albo. I am a big Monstera girl. That's my favorite. It's like all the plants that you saw when I turned my computer. Um, oh, yeah. Love Monsteras, oh. but my monstera Albo is probably my most prized possession so i'm gonna go That's with that one okay yeah. uh
0: question number three uh besides where you live now if you could live anywhere in the world where would it be world Whew.
2: i would probably i'd probably want to live somewhere like on some italian coast because mm. i'd okay. want I'd want sunshine, I'd want water, I'd want wine, and I'd want pasta. So did like we just like
1: become four. best friends yeah. because I
0: think we no, did no, no, yeah. no wonder why we're you we're moving and there Sierra. with you by the way yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly I mean we get along so well with Sierra we love her and braided to death yeah. and I'm just like yeah why, why am I not surprised with you too Like, <laughs> yeah. we don't even know you hardly
2: wine and pasta man <laughs> <it's> <laughs> yeah. wine pasta and plants that's who needs right. anything
1: else
2: yeah. alright uh, question okay. four
1: Yeah, please choose one, whitewater rafting, bike riding, or pickleball.
2: Um, (laughs) uh, I'm such an inactive human. In Colorado? I I know. I'm a unicorn, as as I like to say. I'm an an inactive unicorn. Um... I'm gonna say whitewater rafting only because that is how my fiance and I met.
1: Oh! Oh my yeah. God!
2: That's pretty yep, cool. That's that yeah. is
1: cool. So random! <laughs> wow! That's so, yep. you know we were like coming up with these questions and we're in, I think you might have come up with it. Man. It's like you know, we're just gonna do some random, totally different things. I love it. And you're like, oh yeah, I'm marrying a guy, which is where we met. <laughs> when is the
0: I'm wedding, in- by the way? Yeah. Uh, do you have it scheduled yet? No. no, no. Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. We're, um,
2: our plan is we want to elope um, because the idea of organizing, planning, and paying for this giant extravaganza that's kind of about everybody else is just not our cup of tea. Mm-hmm. So we're going to elope because the state of Colorado doesn't require you to even have a witness. You can just go into the courthouse and like, bing, bang, boom. So we'll probably what are you waiting
0: for? Um, (laughs) bing bang boom it tomorrow. Hey Matt, you want to get married tomorrow?
2: (laughs) 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 Um, yeah. It's just we have to plan that little part of just when it's going to happen. Yeah. Um, other than that, we're going to elope and then we'll do our vows and something important for us, just us two, and then we'll probably have a big party in Oregon the following summer.
0: Nice. There you go. Perfect. Yep. Okay. That's uh, the plan. Question number five, and our very last question. Uh, what do you hope to be remembered for? Whew, that's a deep one. Um, <laughs>
2: honestly, I think I think just the cool shit I'm doing right now. Sorry if I can't say shit on your podcast, oh, but you I said it twice there. <laughs> but,
1: so
2: <very> um, <laughs> um, I think just what I'm doing right now because that's what I'm most proud of myself for is you know we we started this business not really knowing what was going to happen and it's successful and we're about to have our 17th client in the year um, and I get the chance to you know be creative when I've never considered myself a creative person and I get to make really strong amazing connections with people that I hope are bringing them a lot of joy Um, not only with the relationships that I get to build but then what I get to create for somebody in their home or their business Um, so I'd say that just I want to be remembered for what I get to create for other people whether that's you know the relationships or the pretty plants that
0: people get to look at That's really nice. I want to make a prediction that Sierra is listening to this and she's crying. Oh, 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10.
2: <laughs> I've never known anyone who cries so easily on a freaking dime
0: than that, that oh woman God. right there. The, she was, the... she, yeah, she was crying here once about yeah. raccoons and how cute they are. <laughs>
2: oh, oh my, my God. God.
0: Also, I've never
2: known anyone who loves raccoons as much as her, which those freaked me out. We were in agree to disagree on that point, but... Yeah, raccoons and yeah. tears, man.
0: <laughs> yeah, We've had
1: the moments with her. Yeah, that's just very hilarious. Funny.
0: <laughs> it's hilarious. I mean, it's
1: sweet, you know, but it's just so funny.
0: Well, thank you so much, Melina Frenzel with Hummingbird Roots. You can go to hummingbirdroots.com or go on Instagram, which she would rather you do that. Go to yep. Hummingbird Roots. Check out all her uh, plants and all the beautiful things she's doing. You are have been such a... Really lovely guest. And we're so happy that you came on to the podcast and that you're living your dreams because you have to. Yes. Thank you. It was an <laughs> honor to be able to talk to you guys.
1: <laughs> yeah. So awesome meeting you. And yeah, your story is just incredible. Thank you. Yeah.
0: Thank you, thank you. Welcome to the after Pod, where we talk about our guest after they leave the room. That was Melina. Melina Frenzel with Hummingbird Roots. She was adorable. Avs. Avs. Hashtag
1: ops. No, totally cool. And immediately, I'm like, Oh yeah, no, you know, no wonder why you and Sierra are really
0: friends. good friends. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they're very similar, similar very, vibe, big time. Si-
1: yeah, similar vibe, and they have the the creativity thing, which she didn't even really believe yeah. or realize that she had. But you just kind of see it in the person too. You're like, Yeah, come on. How you not realize that's what That's what I think silly. blocks
0: a lot of people from following their dreams or passions or ho- even just a hobby is they sure. think, well, gosh, I can't draw or I'm not a good writer. Yeah. You, you, all you got to do, everyone starts out, you know, like with writing. You don't start out being an amazing writer. You just keep writing, painting. Yeah. You start painting and you keep painting and then all of a sudden, oh, wow, well, I'm a painter. I mean, playing yeah. guitar. You just start playing guitar. Guess what? Now you're a guitarist. Yeah. There's no rules. <laughs> You
1: know? Right. right. Yeah. No, there isn't. And that's, but that's what makes it so special is that there is no rules. There's no specific this or that, or you must do, you know, no, yeah. that's what makes it so freaking cool. Um, and, and she is definitely, okay. I meant to bring this up too. When she was like, I don't, I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm just doing it. And right. the amount of people that have said that yeah. on this freaking podcast yeah. is I I can't even count how many.
0: You know, it's It's, funny. It just
1: blows me away when I hear that.
0: I didn't want to, you know, insert my own things, but I've been working on a bunch of stuff myself, and I feel pushed to do certain things, and I don't know why, but I'm just doing them. Yeah. Like I don't even know what it's where it's going to take me. I'm just doing it, and like, I, I think it's it's a similar theme, you know. Yeah. Starting your own business is not, it's kind of scary. I mean, yeah. I, even, you know, you're running a company, I, I'm freelancing, like, I never did this before. I used to always have a job with a huge company and <laughs> being your own boss yeah. is is super awesome. But it's yeah. also can be very frightening. I mean, you're in charge. You, you, you have to make the sales right. happen or whatever yeah. it is you're doing. And you never really know. I mean you could have an amazing client for 30 years and then they I was thinking of your dad and then all of a sudden maybe they're not there anymore or sure Maybe you get 5 new clients or 5 clients leave it's it's it's, it's a I say it takes a strong person to run a business be an entrepreneur a free, uh, freelancer Yeah. So you got to give yourself cred if you're out there doing that. Um, you do and and it's a lot of not you know there's no there's no book like oh hey you want to start what does she call it when she's uh oh it plant installation oh here's how you start a plant installation business here's all the paperwork do everything every day like this (laughs) and you'll get all these clients no you gotta you know lucky luckily for her she's so personable i'm sure that her and her husband make a great team and, and oh yeah Uh, We have some pictures we'll be posting on our Instagram at because I have to podcast of some of the stuff she's done. And it just looks beautiful. And yeah. And really, it's so neat. You know, we had the uh, sanctuary siren Annie Bird on and she builds sanctuaries for people because it is a mental health. You know, your surroundings really help your mental well-being. True. As uh, Annie Bird was telling us, you know, you should have plants, like, everywhere you look in your, doesn't, you know, maybe we don't need (laughs) a (laughs) hundred, like our good friends, Um, but everywhere you look, there should be a little bit of greenery to remind you of the earth and what a beautiful place we live in, and for the oxygen, and, you
1: know. Right, that's right, everything, which reminds me... uh, we need to start working a little bit more on that.
0: I know we saw about, I think I bought like one new plan. We need yeah. more. yeah
1: we do we do and and I and it does make you feel better. but I don't know yeah it's it just overall like, yeah sure the oxygen stuff the everything. Green is a very like pleasing and calming color. yeah. So.
0: and when you keep something alive, it feels good. Yeah. our two That's money right. trees are doing well.
1: Which at one point I was like, oh, they're—I don't know—I don't know how they're looking right now. But <laughs> uh, now they're actually thriving.
0: I've, I've kept this time around. I kept my grandmother's uh, Christmas cactus alive.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> this It's a
0: little victory. Well, victories. that cactus
1: has been passed down, and because you know yeah. it's like a succulent, you could cut part of it off, and it
0: just—and then you plant it, and it just grows as a new,
1: as its own thing.
0: Yeah. I was going to talk to her uh, talking about hummingbirds. Oh, I was, yeah. The... I, was, no, I was just going to bring up hummingbirds seem real sweet, but they're very aggressive. So I wonder if Grandma is real aggressive. aggressive. I, I, we see them, like, fighting all the time. They're very like, <laughs> get out of the way. This is mine. <laughs> they, no. So there's a sweet thing about hummingbirds, but there's also a little, yeah. uh, like, a fighter in there.
1: Well, I I mean, maybe it is a fighter thing, or maybe it's a boundary thing or maybe it's like you know I don't know, maybe there's so little to give or get for them that yeah. they're like, hey, get away, this is mine, or hey, I found it first, or Yeah, you know, I don't know. A territory thing maybe. Yeah, it's, sounds maybe like you're making excuses for the home
0: ter- <laughs> they're ter- Maybe they're maybe just I, bitches. You know
1: what? Maybe they are. Maybe <laughs> you know maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. Well, that's another great podcast, and uh, you can check out Melina. Go to uh, her Instagram, Hummingbird Roots, and uh, we'll see you, crazy kids, another time. Thanks for tuning in. That's another right. Another great episode of the "Cause I Have to" podcast.
1: True that. See you around.
0: Thanks for listening to the Cuz I Have To Podcast. The best way you can help us is share the show, tell people about it, share it with your friends on your socials, and also leave us a great iTunes review. Just Google Cuz I Have To Podcast, iTunes. Go to the bottom of the page, and there's your review section. Make it good, will you? Find us on Instagram at Cuz I Have To Podcast and email us, especially if you know someone living their dharma and you think they'd be a great guest on the show. It's cause I have to podcast at Gmail. And oh, we do love those voice messages. You can leave us one at anchor.fm slash cause I have to keep living those dreams, friends, because you have to till next time.